man of God, two men of God with us today, and we're so thankful to have them here. I've been looking forward to having with us Brother Michael Easter and his son, Brother Jordan Easter, and, uh, and we've been wanting to have uh, Brother Easter for some time, and his schedule allowed that he could come and be with us. Uh, he's a wonderful man of God, a powerful preacher of the gospel of Jesus Christ who has crisscrossed the globe preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. And we welcome him for the first time to First Apostolic Church, Cincinnati, Ohio. Would you put your hands together and receive Brother Michael Easter as he comes. Thank you, Pastor, for the wonderful opportunity to have a chance to be with you all on this very, very special day, the last Sunday of 2017. One thing I can say is that uh, this has got to be one of the very few churches that have Easter at New Year's. <laughs> Hallelujah. And uh, of course, uh, I've been looking forward to this opportunity myself for a long, long time. And uh, I'm glad to have my son. Jordan, would you just stand? And, and so good to have him with me. My daughter, Bethany, is in Nashville. She settled down in Nashville, and uh, she couldn't get away. And uh, Sister Easter, when she discovered that Jordan was going to be with me, she couldn't stand being home by herself without us. So she showed up last night at the hotel, <laughs> 2 o'clock in the morning, and uh, she'll be here tonight in tonight's service. Praise God. I tell you, boy. Amen. I certainly love the Lord. And uh, I love what God has been doing and what he's going to do. We are living in some of the most incredible times. There's never been a moment in the history of the world that can compare to the hour that we're living in now. If you don't believe we are living in the end times, I don't know what else can convince you. Signs are all around us. Tonight, folks gonna be concentrating on the clock. As the hours pass, the minutes pass, and the seconds pass. Surely, time is moving. But that is a testament to all of us that we are getting closer to the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ than we've ever been before. And oh, I want to see him. I want to look upon his face there to sing forever of his saving grace. Hallelujah. Praise God. Oh, I just, I just get excited whenever I think about it. 
Hallelujah. And so, if you'd bear with me this morning, I'm asking you to stand, and we're going to go to the Word of God. With God's help, I'm going to deliver to you what He put on my heart for this service this morning. <clears throat> We're going to direct your attention to two places in the Bible. First, the book of Romans in the 13th chapter, beginning at verse 11, down to verse 14. Romans chapter 13, beginning at verse 11. By the way, anybody know what time it is? Time to preach. Now, the next time I ask that question, we should all know the answer. And that, knowing the time, that now, everyone say now, it is high time. What time is it? What time is it? I can't hear y'all. What time is it? That's what I'm talking about. That now it is high time to awake out of sleep for now is our salvation nearer than when we believed. In other words, it's closer than you think it is. The night is far spent the day is at hand let us therefore cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light let us walk honestly as in the day not in rioting not in drunkenness not in chambering and wantonness not in strife and envying but put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ and make not provision for the flesh to fulfill the lusts thereof. In other words, it's time. The book of First Thessalonians chapter 4 starting at verse 13. The Apostle Paul is speaking to us this morning. He said, but I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep of those that have passed on, that you sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. For if we believe, it's all based on if we believe. That Jesus died and rose again. Even so, them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord. That we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent or hinder or stop them which are asleep. 
for the Lord himself. Oh, he not sending nobody else. <laughs> Said the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Now someone asked me a long time ago, Brother Easter, this was written millenniums ago. What has all this to do with us today? Glad you asked that question. This is the answer. Verse number 17. Then we which are that's us. That's us. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. <clears throat> Wherefore, or because of this, comfort one another with these words. Oh, I've got some comforting words. I got some comforting words. It doesn't matter what you may be going through. It doesn't matter what situations you may face. I've got some comforting words. It won't be much longer now. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, that trump is going to sound and we're all going to be with the Lord forever and ever and ever. It's going to happen. And it's closer than you think. Church, as we get ready for the ringing in of a new year, the Lord laid on my heart to remind you one more time to be rapture ready. Everyone say rapture ready. God, we love you and we thank you today. Lord Jesus, nothing else is more important that every man, woman, young person, and child be ready and prepared for your soon return. Lord, we are living right now at the doorstep of the sounding of the trumpet. Shake us, Lord. Remind us one more time that nothing is more important than to be looking for your soon return. We give you praise and glory. And everyone say in Jesus' name. Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Oh, come on. The Bible says clap your hands. Oh, ye people. Glory, hallelujah. God bless you and you may be seated. Hallelujah. Oh, my brothers and sisters, I'm telling you, I can feel it in the atmosphere. There's, a, there's an urgency. In your spirit, I can hear the alarms going off. The lights are flashing. Warning, warning, prepare yourself. Make sure your house is in order. Behold, he cometh 
And I'm telling you, friend, we are living, amen, at that very hour of the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Every prophecy leading up to the rapture of the church has been fulfilled. Wars and rumors of wars. Pestilence and disease. Kingdom against kingdom. Signs in the heavens and signs upon the earth. Men's hearts failing them for the things about to come upon this world. And the devil's objective is to get us so busy and to wear us out until the coming of the Lord is so far from our minds being cluttered up with the things of this world but I'm here to tell you this morning that we need to concentrate and we need to focus and we need to recognize it's closer than you think preachers have been preaching Jesus is coming for almost 2,000 years, Paul thought he was coming in his day. John, the apostle, he thought Jesus was coming in his day. Every generation, preachers have been rising up and warning the church. But what I come to fear is that we have heard it so often. It doesn't affect us hardly anymore. Pastor, I can remember... When I got in church and heard a preacher preach on the end times or the coming of Jesus, in particular, the rapture, it scared me. I mean, if I picked up the phone and called my wife and she didn't answer, that scared me. I mean, I was on pins and needles because I believed that it could happen at any moment. Hallelujah. And it's just like that cry wolf syndrome. If the church is not careful, we'll be like that, that cry wolf, the little boy that had the job of warning the people when the wolf was approaching. He must have liked his job because he couldn't wait to holler. There's the wolf. Folks are right out where? And it was no wolf. And he hollered out another time, there's a wolf. And people run out and there was no wolf. Till finally folks said, eh, it's just him hollering. And folks quit looking. And folks quit being prepared. And folks quit believing. Because they've heard it so much. We have preached about it. We have sung about it. They've made movies about it. But I'm here to tell you one more time, he is still coming. He is still coming. This is not a time to go to sleep. This is not a time to be entertained. Jesus is coming. What time is it? What time is it? <clears throat> he said it's high time. High time to do what? To wake up. I've never been in a, in a time when the church, when I've been to so many churches and find sleepy Christians. Sleepy, yes, with their eyes wide open. Sitting in church with their minds someplace else. People coming to church without their Bibles. Lord have mercy. If there's ever a time we ought to have the word of God, we ought to have it now. If there's ever a time we need to be focused on the word, it ought to be right now. 
Time of being entertained in church is over. Time of playing church is over. Time to check out the special speaker. It's over. We need to get ready. We need to keep our eyes on the eastern sky. Jesus is coming. Hallelujah. And still I'm convinced not everyone believes it. But I'm telling you, I believe it more today than I did yesterday. I feel it in the spirit more now than I've ever felt it before. Jesus is coming. Hallelujah. And the Bible says in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, without any warning. Glory to God, that trumpet's going to sound. And sister, just as sure as you sitting in that chair. The dead in Christ going to rise up. And those that are ready. Those that are ready. Those that are ready. Those that are ready are going to be caught up. To meet the Lord. Oh, it's going to happen, brother. Brother Easter, how can you be so sure? Because the Bible tells us. But wait a minute. Jesus said, of that hour, knoweth no man. Not even the angels in heaven, but the Father only. So how can you be so sure this is the hour? Well, you got to read the rest of the verse. Jesus said, of that hour and of that day, knoweth no man, but know this see there's some things you're not going to know and there's some things you better know he said but know this if the goodman of the house had known and what watch the thief would come he wouldn't go to sleep but he would stay alert and not allow his house to be broken into no man knows the day. No man knows the hour. But you can know the watch. What do you mean the watch? He's not talking about this. That word watch comes from the military. It's a military term. When you have a soldier that stands guard, he takes the first watch. When he's done, someone else takes the second watch. What is a watch? A watch is a designated segment of time. He said you won't know the day. You won't know the hour. But you can know that designated segment of time. This is not a time to go to sleep. This is not a time to be cute. This is not a time to, amen, just church as usual. But I believe we are living in that designated segment of time. Because Jesus went on to say, learn the parable of the fig tree. When the leaves are yet tender, then you know summer is near. Theologians have agreed that that fig tree represents the Middle East. Or the nation of Israel. What Jesus is saying, watch the Middle East. I believe that is God's time clock for the ages. 
Everything started in the Middle East. Everything's going to end in the Middle East. And brothers and sisters, the Middle East is one of the biggest things in our world today. Jesus said, as you see the leaves and you see the signs, know it is near. Hallelujah. We got to know the season. The Lord said like this. He said, it's like a woman about to have a baby. Like a woman in birth pain. Praise God. I, re I remember when my wife and I was expecting our first child. Man, that was a trip. I never in my life, ain't nothing like the first one. I was trying to learn as much as I could learn. I'm reading books, watching videos, trying to get myself prepared. Amen. <clears throat> and Portia, you know, as she began to, to show and getting all big and and I kept, baby, you okay? Are you all right? She said, I'm fine. She got close to the time of delivery. And she had one of those pains. That pain hit. Boom! I jumped up. Is it time to go? She said, the time is not yet. It got closer. Now, let me tell you something about the doctor. The doctor, I don't care how good he is. How experienced he is, that doctor could not guarantee the day or the hour. Because sometimes that baby comes late, sometimes a little joke will come early. But there is a designated segment of time. And as the signs begin to show, and the birth pains begin to hit, let me tell you, for about three nights before the child was born, I went to bed fully clothed. I was going to be ready. I mean, I was alert every little turn. I jumped up. You ready? Is it time yet? Amen. <clears throat> I didn't want to take no chances on being caught unprepared. But Jesus said, just like a woman about to give birth, when them birth pains begin to hit, all these things begin to happen in the world. And now we're living in an age where we got 24-hour news coverage and calamities and disasters are hitting one thing after another, so much so that we have gotten numb to it. It don't even affect us anymore. Hundreds of people murdered. Earthquakes and mudslides and torture. And we can hardly even bat an eye because it happens so often. These are not normal times. Hallelujah. It's closer. It's closer. It's closer than you think it is. If there's ever a time, if you're going to be a prayer warrior, now. If you're going to be a soul winner, now. If you're going to make up your mind to live for God, now. It's high time. It's time to cast off the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. It really is. And I don't apologize for being excited about it. Because there's nothing in this world worth missing the rapture over no job no amount of money
and no person. Amen. My beautiful sisters, let me, let me tell you something. God never made a man worth missing the rapture over. Let me tell you, I said God never made a man worth missing the rapture over. Glory to God, if he don't want to go, you go. If he don't want to worship, you worship. If he don't want to come to church, you come on and come to church. Hallelujah. Don't let nobody, don't let no thing get in your way. I've got to make it. I've got to make it. I've got to make it. Amen. Brothers, especially you young brothers. I was single first six years of living for God. Came right out the world, right out of the nightclub scene. I was a DJ. I was out there doing my thing. Party, party, party. Girls everywhere. Oh, yeah. But when Jesus got a hold of my life, turned my life around, set my feet on a solid rock, opened up my eyes, and gave me the promise of eternal life. God never made a woman so fine that I would trade this for her. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, he's got to be number one. He's got to be first. He's got to be the center of your joy. He's got to be your everything. Hallelujah. He's got to be what's in your heart. Hallelujah. Praise God. Don't let nothing hinder you. The devil's main objective is to get you all tired out. I've never seen an hour we had so many tired Christians. We work all day. We're running around. Seems like time just moving so fast. And we don't have time to even catch up and think about what we did yesterday. Because there's so much to do today. And we're steadily being wore out. Hallelujah. Our minds are being distracted. I don't care if you're a Republican. I don't care if you're a Democrat. I don't care who's the president. The apostle Paul said, be not entangled with the things of this world that you may please him. Hallelujah. I am looking for another city. I'm looking for another home. Don't let politics distract you. Don't let the things of the world distract you. Keep your eyes on Jesus because he's coming soon. And he's coming back for people that are watching and waiting and expecting. Somebody say expecting. Now some folks, you cannot convince me you're expecting the way you act. The way you worship. The way you respond. You can't convince me you're looking for Jesus. 
you think he's far off, way off in the next century somewhere. Oh, but I remember that young lady when she went to the doctor and got checked out and the doctor confirmed, yes, you're going to be a mother. She was so excited. The next Sunday she came to church with a maternity dress. She was flatter than a pancake. But she was excited. She wore a maternity dress. And some of the sisters recognized it and started laughing. I wonder if she knows that's a maternity dress. So they went over to her and they said, girl, don't you know that's a maternity dress? She said, I know. Well, why are you wearing it? She said, because I'm expecting. Hallelujah. We don't have to wait to the very last minute. We don't have to wait to the very last hour. We need to be living every day. He's coming. He's coming. I'm so excited. It could be the day. Oh, I want to see him. I want to look upon his face. Dare to sing forever of his amazing grace. Woo! And it's going to happen. In a moment. In the twinkling of an eye. It's going to happen, sister. Brother, you ready? It's going to happen. And you know what? It could happen today. What if it did? Would you be ready? Would you be ready? Can you imagine what that's going to be like? People are like, oh, that's mind-boggling. I can't even conceive. The dead in Christ shall rise and then we shall be changed. Yes. You can get to go to heaven without ever dying. No funeral. Straight to heaven. We shall all be changed. This mortal going to put on immortality. This natural body going to be changed to a supernatural body. And we're going to zip up through the ceiling and be with the Lord. It's going to happen, brother. But Brother Easter, that sounds like science fiction. That sounds like Star Wars or Star Trek. Beam me up, Scotty. I think maybe they got the idea from the Bible. <laughs> Hallelujah. But that is so, so out there. It's never happened before. Oh, really? Yes, it has. Back in the book of Genesis, there was a guy named Enoch. And the Bible says he walked with God. And suddenly, he was not. For God. Hallelujah. The same God. The same God. He's coming back for us. Hallelujah. And you know, it could happen today. No more cataracts, no more cancer, no more diabetes, no more high.
high blood pressure no more arthritis no oh my lord every day gonna be sunday hallelujah and, whoa, i can't i can't wait it's worth praying over it's worth fasting over it's worth sacrificing over it will be worth it all when we get to see him what time is it I'm almost done but let me let me share this with you real quick oh man I'm feeling this what if it happened today what would that be like (laughs) all of a sudden in the middle of me speaking the trumpet sounds Woke up somebody, didn't I? <laughs> Whoa! What is this? Oh! Oh! You're in outer space. Stars all around. You look down. There's the earth. Huh! And you look up and as far as you can see, saints from all ages, dressed in white. Oh, what, what is this? I'm dressed in all white. Oh my, is this the rapture? Is this really happening? Oh, tell me I'm not dreaming. Tell me I'm not dreaming. Tell me I'm not dreaming. And you look out and all the whole, the whole crowd looks up. And you look up and you see a beautiful golden star. Wow. Look. And everybody looks up. And then suddenly the whole multitude begins moving forward. Going up. Planets going by. Galaxies going by. What's happening? We're all moving toward that golden star. And as we get close to it, we can see skyline of buildings. Wait, that's not a star. That's a city. Oh. And then all of a sudden, we all land on the shores of that celestial city. Oh, is this, is this heaven? This streets ago, this is nothing the way I pictured it. Because eyes have not seen. This is even more beautiful than I ever thought. This is amazing. Oh, and look, there's the crystal river. That's the tree of life. That's the tree of life. Oh, look at that. Look, 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 look. What? The pearl gate. amazing and you know what's so crazy as you look across that throng of people you know everybody's name that's weird (laughs) I just know look there's Uncle Steve (laughs) oh there's my sister oh look they go Pastor Urshan 
I made it. <laughs> oh, you talk about reunion. You talk about screaming and hollering and having fun. <clears throat> All of a sudden, angels hovering in the atmosphere. They begin to get closer to us. The gates open and we are ushered in. Man, walls of Jasper. Oh, this is awesome. You know what? I'm so glad I came to church. I wouldn't want to be at the bus station when my ship come in. I'm glad I was at the right place at the right time doing the right thing. When the rapture take place, I don't want to be somewhere watching a football game. I don't want to be somewhere listening to some rap music. I don't want to be somewhere doing something I shouldn't be doing. I want to be ready. I want to be focused. I want to be prepared. Oh, <clears throat> then, then we are ushered into this beautiful banquet hall. Tables are set. Name plates in alphabetical order. I run to the E section. Michael Easter. That's it. I found my spot. Oh, man, and all the saints of the ages are gathered there and everybody's so happy and angels everywhere. And then angels are dispersed through the congregation with crowns. And they're walking by and they're handing you your crown. Here's your crown. Here's your crown. How about you? Here's your crown. Hey, man, you want it? <laughs> and they're passing out crowns. And you're standing there, and you get your crown, and it's absolutely gorgeous, covered with rhinestones and gems and precious jewels. And you're looking at it glitter, and you're like, wow, look at all of these stones. And an angel walked by, and an angel says, every stone in your crown represents a soul that you won for the kingdom. Now, now you standing there holding your crown, and you know you ain't one of that many people. I think somebody made a mistake. I think I got the wrong crown. Then the angel comes back and says, oh, no, 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 no. You are responsible for every one of those souls. What do you mean? Remember that time in service when you began to speak in the Holy Ghost? When you spoke in tongues, you didn't know what you were saying. But God was making intercession and praying for situations you didn't know nothing about. And because of your sensitivity, because of your obedience, somebody got saved when you spoke in tongues. Hallelujah. Oh, God using you in ways you don't even know about. Oh, this is incredible. Everybody get their crowns, staring at it. And then suddenly, out of the crowd of angels, this huge 10-foot tall angel, golden outfit on, beautiful belt, 
walks up on the podium and he stands in front of the double doors made of cedar wood. And there's a crease between the doors and beyond darkness. And an angel stands in front of you and all of us and an angel looks at us with our crowns and the angel says, who among you are worthy to wear the crown? And tears start streaming down your face. Not me. I didn't do anything to merit this. I should have been lost. I should have gone to hell. I was undone and messed up. I was a no good, rebellious, backslidden. I did nothing to deserve this. Then an angel says, there's only one that's worthy to wear the crown. And he steps back and he looks toward those double doors. And then he says, introducing. Then a shaft of blue light comes through the creases as the doors slowly open. The one who is. The one who was. The one who is to come. The almighty Alpha and Omega. <laughs> the beginning and the end. The chief cornerstone. The day spring. The Holy One of Israel. King of kings. Lord of lords. The living water. The bread of life. Jesus. Jesus. What a day. Musicians, musicians, would you come? I wonder how you're going to act when you see him for the first time. How are you going to respond when you see the nail prints in his hands? How are you going to act when he looks dead in your face? The one we look for, the one we worship, the one we've been expecting. And you know something? It's going to happen. And it could happen today. I don't know if y'all know the song, What a Day That Will Be. All your problems are going to pale in comparison to the glory of God. All your heartaches it's going to be a thing of the past. All the trials, all the testing. You won't even think about it when you stand in front of the Lord on that day. What time is it? It's high time. Check yourself. Examine yourself. Are you ready? Is your life right? Is there any sin in your life you haven't repented of yet? Is there anyone here that's not yet obeyed the message of being born again? Except 
You're born of the water and the spirit. You, you can't get in. You can't get in. I'm a good person. Can't get in. I've been in church since a child. You can't get in. My daddy's a deacon. You can't get in. Except you are born again of the water and of the spirit. It's not difficult. It's not hard. You know, it takes a maximum of maybe 15 minutes to get baptized. But I'm telling you what. It's such an easy thing to do. To gain eternity. He that believe and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned. I, I, I want to do it and I know I ought to do it but I'm not ready yet. Shall be damned. I, I got to do some studying on this. I got to go ask some questions. Shall be damned. What time is it? The time is now. Now is the time. This is the last Sunday of the year. God has given you multiple opportunities. Many chances. But the clock is ticking. And only those that are ready. And you know what, pastor? I'm not a prophet, but I'm going to prophesy. The greatest attendance this church is ever going to see is going to be the day after the rapture. And that's when people are going to come from the north, the west, the south, beating down the door saying, I'm ready. I'm ready. It's going to be too late then. And all you folks that just keep putting it off, keep putting it off, you're playing with your soul. In a moment, it's high time. Let us all stand together. Let's, let's, let's do that song, What a Day It Shall Be. It's coming, and it's closer than you think. I can't sing a lick. Somebody can help me sing that devil is a liar. <laughs> Hallelujah. Is that, is that all the sound? That's everything. Everyone say, in Jesus' name. Jesus name. Do y'all know that song? Yes. Let's sing. One. That. When my Jesus... Hallelujah. Don't take me. And leads me. What a day. Glorious. Sing it again. That Jesus.
No, 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 no. 